And here we go. We are back. Arlene Bunn and in for John Oakley as we get ready for this Thanksgiving weekend. I would like to welcome Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNova, Minister at Trinity St. Paul's Center for Faith, Justice, and the Arts, and former MPP for Parkdale High Park. Reverend DeNova, thank you for being oh, here. It's a pleasure as always. And Tom Parkin, columnist with a bluntly social democratic point of view. Tom. How, how goes? Hey, it goes. Great to have you. Michael Good. Giles has served in government for 30 years at the federal, provincial, and municipal levels, still keeping his youthful demeanor. <laughs> thank you very much. That just made my day. Ah. <laughs> why don't why don't we begin and talk about the big story? And let's face it, the whole world is watching it and people are talking about it and they're going to be talking about it. At Thanksgiving, that's been one of the things, because whatever we talk about, all of our listeners are going to take the ammunition pro and against and fire it away while that turkey is being eaten. And Reverend DeNova, let me ask you, we've just uh, watching this, Brett Kavanaugh, it looks like they have the votes. Senator Susan Collins there saying that she is going to vote yes, not really bringing up any of the demeanor, any of the character issues, only dealing with what could and could not be proven. How are you viewing this? Uh, well, I think it's a very sad day for women. Um, and on a positive note, though, 100,000 churches, 45 million Christians uh, came out and spoke up finally and said no to Kavanaugh's appointment. Uh, I think that says something. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that the Washington Post has documented a number of lies that he's told um, and uh, and again, I, I, I feel for women. Um uh, I feel for the safety of women because what this will do for those who are survivors of sexual assault is uh, again, you put know, them underground. Put them underground. Sixty-three uh, percent don't report as it is. Um, only about two percent uh, do false reporting. So what this is going to say to them is, you know, don't bother. Nobody takes you seriously, and your voice is not important. And and that and that's a very sad day. What is that? Just before we move on, I want to ask you from your mm-hmm. point of view here. What was the low point when it comes to women in this argument? Is there something? Was it the president saying it's tough? It's tough for men and boys. Uh, the the very it? lowest point, I think, was Donald Trump. Um, and uh, seeing those women behind him, who I fear <laughs> I fear for their safety, uh, but uh, having him uh, attack a sexual assault survivor, um, this is a new low in, in politics generally. It's, it's certainly a new low in American politics. And, and again, it, it speaks to the kind of atmosphere we're in, and it shows why the majority of women voters are not going to vote Republican in the midterms. All right. Are we in a gender word? How are you reading this here, Michael? You look uh, disturbed. Well, the whole thing I find is, is very disturbing. You know, the uh, when you know the accusation came out, you, you know, a lot of people were sort of going from one thing to the other. Could it be proven? There was this whole, it, just a vortex of of uh, media coverage and you know it was, it was just literally out of control and I, I didn't know what, you know frankly i didn't know where to fall on this uh, you know I, I i believe dr ford i i you know wondered if you know kavanaugh should he be con- but you know after i watched him um something changed there was a there was a change in 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 how i viewed this i, I you know i think we discussed this last week but i watched it afterwards and i saw the behavior and and uh, even just how he highly politicized everything. Mm-hmm. This is an appointment to the United States Supreme Court. 
you know, and the, the, the bar here is not, uh, you know, reasonable doubt. That's a criminal case. The bar here is, is he a suitable candidate to serve on the United States Supreme Court? And you start hearing these stories and, you know, outside of, you know, Dr. Ford, you hear these other stories and you start to wonder, you know, the wagon's filling up and it's getting very heavy and it's coming from all directions. And, you know, there's, there's an old expression that says, you know, character is what you do in the dark. And, and And I wonder, you know, if the bar is character, I don't think he's met that now. Here, here, because this is not about, part of it is about what, what Dr. Ford said and Ramirez said, even Swetnick said. And may I say in the Swetnick thing from a woman, and I heard this from men, it doesn't matter what she said and the details relating to Kavanaugh. If I had a buck for every woman who said to me, and men, I was at a party like that. I just didn't call it rape, and now I'm thinking about it. I'm back in high school. This has opened a very big thing, and it's character. Tom Parkin, are, have we thrown character out the window here? Are we being spun that character doesn't matter? Well, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I have, a bit of a, I have a bit of a theory about this. I, was, I haven't written this column, but I've been pondering it for a long Try time. Try it out here. Try, I'm going to test drive it a little bit. <laughs> Uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm a, you know, particularly uh, somebody who, who, who would call myself a liberal humanist. I have other kind of uh, values that don't, don't go in that box. But, you know, liberal humanism had a lot to say for itself, and it did a lot of good things. Uh, one of which was this idea that humans can always be better. You, mm-hmm. can, always, you can always aspire to improve mm-hmm. yourself. Uh, and and maybe and maybe it wasn't good enough about, you know, how you can help others, but it was always said you could be a better you. And now we seem to be this age where it's okay to just be authentic. And if your authentic self is, uh, you just even want, if you're a creep, yeah, you're authentic. Yeah, Good for then you. It, then it's cool. And I'm, I'm like, is this where? Is that kind of the where the you know the the zeitgeist of the discussion has landed? And so therefore, the standard is there are no no norms. There's only power. And so when you have a, a Supreme Court. Uh, opening, mm-hmm. the mo- most important, mm-hmm. most powerful court in the world, uh, it, it doesn't matter about the character. It doesn't matter if he's an excellent of excellent character. It matters that we have the votes to get him in. And that's yeah. what it is. I'm going to go back to this because I think this is what, you know, we promised good, good ammunition for the Thanksgiving table. And I think this is it. This is going to be the nub <laughs> of the conversation. Let's face it. Now, I, you know, I, I, Reverend, let me ask you, you said you're worrying about women. How much of this is on trial for me too here because we're in uncharted territory there are not all women tell the truth not all men tell the truth but we're in a moment here where it is being made political our table here has made it nonpartisan. it has made it about character you were mentioning people from the church weighing in here many of us have wondered when they're going to weigh into this conversation when it comes certainly to the united states is this a moment Absolutely, 45 million Christians. Um, An administration and a party, the GOP, that claims that it has Mm -hmm. the Christian ear Mm -hmm. clearly does not on this uh, issue, finally, and that's good. Um, And I think it is about character. uh, And, uh, you know, Michael's absolutely right. I mean, the bar should be very, very high for this appointment. And uh, and and who's out there? Who are these women voters? Well, th- we know three to four of them have been sexually assaulted in their lives. Those are the stats. We know that those reporting are very small, tip of the iceberg of mm-hmm. those who've been assaulted. And we know that of those reporting, virtu- you know, 
almost nobody gets a conviction. So so that's what women are living with. That's our lived reality. So you can imagine how that affects and re-traumatizes uh, women out there across the United States, across Canada, across the world. And then you see 300 people being arrested for demonstrating. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, honestly, uh, this is one of those moments. And, 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 and I went right to the handmaid's tale. I thought, really, are we, you know, is, is, has Margaret Atwood given us a little glimpse into the future here? Or are we going to turn this ship around? Yeah. Because, how, uh, because yeah. this, this is a moment. I mean, everybody that I know is going to be preaching about this on Sunday. It's uh, going to be worked into our Thanksgiving see, that's sermons it, because this is about character. It is about values. It is about who our men are, who our women are, and who we should be. And who we are. This is about how I, I think I was brought up and, and everyone's telling us it's not important. Michael, let me ask you. Here we are in Canada. Here you are. You're not talking from a partisan point of view. You say, I'm watching it. I've changed. Are we different here in Canada? Because let's face it, the conservatives and all our political parties, the liberals. Is there really such a difference? I, I hope so. On this I, issue. Yeah, on I, this issue. Well, on this issue, it, it's difficult to say. I think there's, a, there's you know, the, the hyper-media coverage of this and, you know, gavel to yeah, gavel. Yeah, but we want to cover it. Is it just the media's fault? Well, I'm no, no stick it's not just the media's media. fault. It's actually, you know, people are gobbling this up. I mean, if yeah. you watch CNN, They're customers. Like people are just, yeah, exactly. And so, if you know, if, if this wasn't being watched by millions and millions of people, they wouldn't be talking about it. So they are talking about it. It's not I, just CNN. No, it's not, I mean, no, no, absolutely not. No, I mean, Fox on the other side and all this kind of stuff. And I guess it comes to this whole notion of the total, you know, United States, I don't think we're as, we're, you know, I, I worry that we could go there. But United States is probably more polarized than it has ever been since the United uh, since the American Civil War, and and I don't know how they turn that around. It's just become worse and worse and worse. You know, you're talking about Supreme Court justices. I look at you know, there's a, if you look back in history, uh, William Howard Taft was the president of the United States who became a Supreme Court Chief of Justice of the United States Supreme Court after he was president. And, you know, whether people agreed with him or disagreed with him, he took the responsibility of being a United States Chief uh, uh, Supreme Court Justice extremely seriously. And his ruling showed that. I cannot imagine comparing uh, William Howard Taft to Brett Kavanaugh. We watched Brett Kavanaugh mm-hmm. turn it around and mention the Clintons. We know that he was involved in that gory language and laying it on thick with Bill Clinton. Yep. All right, Tom Parkin, where are we? I just want, before we go to break here, as Canadians, are we different here? Uh, the stakes because are, all parties, it's yeah. equal here. You the, got Grobegate, you got yeah, stuff in the NDP, and you got stuff in the Conservatives. But we're we're coming together and I, looking at it. From I think character. I think it is different because the stakes are not as high, and there the stakes are not as high in a specific way. In that the uh, when you're when you have that much power, the uh, urge to to take it by any means necessary is there. If you look at the polling about what people are saying mm-hmm. since the Kavanaugh testimony, the the lazy uh, lazy Ford testimony last. Uh, 10 days ago, um, you know, Dr. Ford doc, uh, definitely had, uh, a, I think it was about 10 or 12% higher um, agreement that, yes. that she was, and, and and even amongst Republicans, it was, it was quite split. So I think you have a situation where a lot of us humans sit back a bit aghast with what the political class does with its power. And they're, they're weaponizing. And, but, they're and, and, making this polarization. They're not doing it because they feel it. They're doing it because it gets them votes. Well, yeah. And or, hangs on to the base. They're not doing... They're doing it because they think 
it creates a tribe and tribes stick together. We're going to have to take okay. a break. We have to take a break and we're going to re- return. We got a lot to talk about because we have a lot of responsibility here offering up all the ammunition for the Thanksgiving table. You are not going to want to move. I'm Arlene Bonnet here for John Oakley. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Democracy belongs to us and people must and force connection, must force elected officials to look at us. Never before have we had a nominee display such flagrant partisanship. Mr. President, I will vote to confirm Judge Kavanaugh. Thank you, Mr. President.